0: Gainsborough County Longford on the Sunday of the big picnic. picnic here in Lanesborough. Members of the Black Ravens Band from Lusk in County Dublin lead in a marvellous force here of Irish Americans coming back to join us here in this big tent as I go in, a tent here on the banks of the River Shannon in Lanesborough and County Longford. This is a very big day indeed for the McGrath family and the Donlan family and the Dowd families from here because from this place in 1827 a McGrath man emigrated to America and went west like any good young man. And today, all the McGraths, and the Donlins, and the Dowds are coming back. They're coming back to meet their own, to greet their own, and they're giving us a party. On this day, well, he's dry actually here in this tent, this tent done in yellow and white canvas, with the tricolor and the American flag flying above. And we listen for a moment now to the Pipers. And so to the strain of the minstrel boy, the lost gentleman march away, and the Americans come in nice and quietly, all looking bronzed as Californians ought to look. On this day, when I'm told that a certain, um, a certain member of the family in heaven kept it dry around this part of the world, but more of that later, I'm standing here with Mary McGrath, who I suppose is one of the main organizers locally of this event. Mary, what would you have to say to your American cousins?
1: Well, Benaka, it is a most fantastic mm-hmm. occasion. I, I just can't describe it. Um, it's something we wanted to do a long, long time. They are just wonderful people, Donnica. They have been coming to our home for many, many years. Indeed, my memory is going back to childhood. They came along, and we were very, very young. We didn't know who they were, Donnica, because they just called to the road and said hello to my dad. My mother was inside, scurrying around, trying to get the place organised for them or whatever, and then they came in. They were just strangers to us, and, until we, I myself went over to California and met them, and I can't say what fantastic people they are, Donnica. They are really wonderful.
0: And, like I I said, of course, this is their party today. It
1: is indeed very much so, uh, Donica, and their big day. Now, we ourselves are gathered here with them, but I'll tell you, they are fantastic people. They're having a great time here at the moment.
0: It's it's a real fairy tale come true. How many local cousins are here? Thousands, I suppose. Thousands,
1: absolutely thousands, Donica.
0: How do you feel at this stage?
1: Uh, I am absolutely thrilled. Uh, You know, naturally enough you are nervous before something like this happens. But now that it has happened, car, I am just uh, feeling fantastic. On real
0: live nationwide radio. Absolutely. It's all all happening. (laughs) You you had a mass with three priests, I Mm -hmm. gather. We
1: had indeed. It's back in the uh, church in Lanesburg itself where uh, Dominic McGrath, whose 117th wedding anniversary we are celebrating celebrating today, it was his local church.
0: It was his local church. Now we'll, we'll move back down towards the end of the tent and we will... Go back, I think, to our cultist group, I think, for another selection, while our friends indeed furbish and refurbish themselves at the bar of content, and really do so. This the local Shoshone group from Coltus, and there's a scene of great animation. We are gathered here like a little defenseless small army at this end of the tent, and all of the others, I say, are refurbishing the inner man at the other end. And I have with me here people who were very hospitable to me last night, Peter and Nancy McGrath. Peter, yours is the old homestead.
2: Yeah, yes, the old homestead always, from which Dominic McGrath emigrated to California in uh, 1827. Did you hear much of the
0: same Dominic when you were a youngster?
2: Well, when I was very young, his uh, children and grandchildren were coming to Ireland. But I was very small then and a uh, faint recollection of them. So, since that then, uh, the older generation have been coming, coming, coming all the time. What is there of the old homestead now? Well, the old homestead is gone and we have a new house built in the stead. So we're uh, quite comfortable in the new house. <laughs> I No doubt you are. Yeah. <laughs> now, Mrs. McGrath,
0: you are you a Donnellan yourself.
3: That's right, Donnellan, yes. What was your first
0: contact with the McGraths, apart from this good man here, of course?
3: Well, the first time I met any of the McGraths from California was in 1950, when Frank McGrath and his wife, he was a son of Dominic McGrath. He visited in the old homestead. And it happened that Peter was away that day, but I was on my own. So I really didn't know at that time who he was, you know, because I hadn't heard that much really about the Californians.
0: Were you impressed?
3: I was, yes, because um, uh, they were very excited to see about coming to the old homestead. And um, Mrs. Frank McGrath told her husband that is where his father was born. So she said, well, kneel down now and say a prayer because this is the house your father was born. So he done exactly that. He knelt down and said a of prayer, for poured on his soul.
0: Now, as we're talking about prayer, somebody said, it's wet in Edgewoodstown, it's wet in Longford, it's wet all over the country, it's dry in Lanesborough. Why is that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I suppose this is a joke, maybe it's not. Where well, we have a custom in our house, when we want to have a fine day, we have a statue of the child praying. And the night before the big event, we put out the statue. So, we so far it has worked on a group. We've had a lovely day today.
0: And, and, and where is the statue at this present time?
3: The statue is home outside where we left us all alone.
0: The infant of Craig is on overtime. Yeah, it's on yeah,
3: overtime
0: yeah. today. <laughs> Mr. McGrath, what does this day mean to you?
2: It means everything, everything. All our cousins from California, people, we never heard of, all here today. And we bid them all a hearty kid, meal of alter. And <laughs>
0: I didn't know they had, they had gathered around us, behind us here. People keep saying to me, you must meet Uncle Charlie. This is Charlie Smith. Let's move up this way, Charlie, and chat. You, you are, I suppose, um, in some ways, in many ways, responsible for what's going on here
4: today. Well, thank you. you know, it was a real pleasure to uh, uh, get this idea in mind, and we were talking about it, Mrs. Smith and I. My wife is uh, James Dowd's uh, uh, daughter and uh, she's told me all about the wonderful people over here and uh, what we wanted to do, what we had in mind was to to have all of the, the American cousins meet the cousins from Ireland because to show how much we appreciate the heritage that you have given us over there in uh, America and we wish you greetings and I'm sure that uh, our our uh, uh, President Reagan we we appreciate so much the way you took good care of him when he was here, and we all are deeply appreciative that you did. You wrote quite a famous letter to the cousins, I gather. Uh, yes. W- would you would you like to read that letter to us? Oh, I would love to. We we have a copy of it here for you. All right. Uh, now um, I did. Uh, my wife and I uh, uh, wrote this, and we. Uh, Wrote it to dear cousins, and we sent this to probably 250 or 300 cousins in in California. All are related to people who are in here, this tent today. So I'll read you the letter, dear cousins. A year ago, a year or so ago, my wife Eddie and I, during a joyous trip to the Emerald Island visited a very small area in County Longford where we discovered the original home of Dominic McGrath. Just up the road and across the meadow from the home where Bridget Donlin was born. Also across the road we found another Donlan home where Barney Donlan was born and nearby the original Dowd home, the Hanley home and the Klein home, all still being lived in one generation after the other by our descendants our relatives. Then our host, Ann Dowd, drove us a short distance to the banks of the River Shannon, to a picnic ground that had been used by families for centuries. The thought occurred then, what a party, what a bash we could have with a big family picnic on the same spot. The American cousins being the hosts, and the Irish cousins all invited, a catered picnic with all the trimmings, Irish tiles, solids and fluids, Speakers, musicians, folk dancer, and whatever else, we need to celebrate a great day. The cost of the whole banana being prorated amongst the American cousins. So we talked it over with Ray Tilly, with our, who conducted us on a terrific trip to Germany, and with Coralie Collins of the John Gibson Travel Company, who arranged that trip so beautifully. And we came up with a nine-day celebration in Ireland. We hope you can make it. Sincerely, Charlie and Ed. And they seem to have made it, don't
0: they, all of them? Mrs. Smith, what does this particular day mean to you?
5: Oh, it means a wonderful occasion to have all of our relatives together and to thank Ann Dowd for what she's done to help us and Coralie Collins. And my nephew, Ray Tilly, has helped an awful lot. Had
0: you, had you heard much of the old country when you were a child? No. No? No. Because in later years you began to to cherish it.
5: It was just in 1980 when we came. And I was very young when my father passed away, but he left Ireland when he was 15 years old. And he passed away very young.
0: So you didn't hear much of Ireland from him, obviously? No, no. You couldn't have?
5: From my Aunt Maggie McGrath I heard an awful lot.
0: What did she say about Ireland?
5: Well, she just loved all of them grandpa's relatives and she always wished to come back here and she did. She came in 1930 with my mother. She was Miss Margaret McGrath and my mother was Miss Josephine Dow McGrath.
0: And today you're here in the American invasion.
5: Yes, we are.
0: A pleasant, peaceful, happy invasion. And now I know that behind us is a young lady from the locality, Teresa Donlan. She will sing a song beloved of emigrants everywhere, a beautiful song called The Home I Left Behind.
6: I was born on the hillside, by yonder flowing stream. dear old dire land and the home I left behind it was a What's travel
0: Well, there was a good local voice, a Donlan voice, the home I left behind, and there's great excitement. This is Donica Sunday, coming to you live, very live indeed, from the banks of the Shannon, at a picnic, would you believe, in Lanesborough, County Longford. Anne Dowd, what's your connection with this massive shindig here?
7: Well, my uncle was married to Josie McGrath, daughter of Dominic McGrath. And um, Josie McGrath came to Ireland in 1930... I remember her coming to our home, we were very tiny children, but uh, she came late evening and uh, they stayed in the local hotel in Longford, and then the following Sunday morning they came to uh, um, out to Mass at 11 o'clock in the Newtown-Cathing Church, and I remember Josie mcgrath with her uncle James Donlan from Derry-Shanog at the Mass. And uh, with her was her sister, Margaret McGrath, and um, some relatives. I believe there was a a lady by the name of, um, I don't know, the lady who wrote the book, the McGrath book.
0: You know, uh, looking at this today and seeing all the Irish-Americans, it is not a small miracle, it's a large miracle.
7: It is a large miracle, yes, and I'm very happy to see them all here. It's wonderful to see so many McGraths, Donlans, Dowds, and all the descendants. Why do you think they have, they have
0: stayed in such close contact all the time?
7: They're a very closely connected family, even at Tome abroad, really. And I noticed when I was out in California in 1980, their faith is wonderful out there. I think they keep up their faith just as well as we do here.
0: And we'll enjoying and their party here.
7: The party, yes,
0: Now is Paddy yes, Donlin at my elbow? He is. Paddy, would you step in here and tell me about your connection?
2: Well, uh, my connection—I'm a great grandnephew of Bridget Donlin. Bridget was born in Derry Shanog in 1843. A sister to my grandfather. The father O'F told the story, so she emigrated, she left Derry-Shanock and went to California and got married to Dominic McGrath and from there the... I, I presume ranked. she went down to what was then Queenstown, did she? Probably went from Queenstown at that time, they all went out, the emigrants from Queenstown. Times can't have been good at that stage. No, times were bad, especially the, around this part of the country anyway. The money was scarce in them days and there was nothing only the emigration bought.
0: At least the one thing you're not short of around here is
2: turf. We have plenty of turf, all right, thanks to Bournemouth. <laughs> is, this, is this a good year for the turf? This is a great year, yeah. This is a great year for the turf, a great year for Bournemouth in general.
0: Had you met many of these McGraths, Donlans, Dowdes before?
2: I have, yeah, back the years, now you know, as far back as the 1950s we have met Donlins, McGraths, douds and we're delighted to see them and renew friendships them. I get the
0: impression that there are thousands of Donnas McGraths and Dowles around this part of the world. They are, yeah,
2: but uh, there seems to be thousands have emigrated as well, because judging by the, all that have arrived back here today. <clears throat>
0: now, I think we'll, we'll move to one of those a descendant of those who emigrated. She's standing there by a microphone. We'll talk to her later. It's Bambi Clark and she's singing for us, I think, a Mexican song. A
8: Mexican song. We have A heritage, most of us have come from Ventura County originally, of course, and we have obviously a big Irish tradition, naturally, but also the area in Ventura County. We have a a big Mexican population, and we all have a love of Mexican food and Mexican music. And when we get together and have a party, usually we sing Irish and Mexican songs, so I'll sing a Mexican song.
9: Solamente una vez a mí en la vida. Solamente una vez y nada más. Una vez nada más en mi huerto brilló la esperanza, la esperanza que ilumbra el camino de mi soledad. Una vez nada
10: más
9: se entregó el alma con la dulce y total renunciación. Una vez nada más en mi huerto brilló la esperanza, la esperanza que ilumbrá el camino. They mi soleva, you belong to my heart, now and forever, and our love had its start, not long ago, we were gathering stars when a million guitars played our love song, when I said I loved you, every beat of my heart said it too. Una vez, nada más, se entrego en el alma con la dulce y total renunciación. Una vez, nada más, en mi huerto brilló la esperanza. La esperanza que lumbra el camino de mi soledad.
0: That was uh, Bambi. This is, by the way, Dona Sunday, not a Mexican station breaking in. Um, that particular song, what does it give to you?
8: Oh, it's a song I've been singing since I was about four years old. My father would um, we'd have parties, my father would say, Bambi, get over here and sing. And um, I'd sing Danny Boy and de Unavez, among others.
0: Do you think that we have any affinity at all with, say, the Mexicans?
8: You're very warm people.
0: <laughs> we feel very warm in here this afternoon, oh. I can tell you. Is this your first time in Ireland?
8: Yes, it's my first time. It's a wonderful group, too. It's lively, lively. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it is also live. Now, you came in, I met you at Shannon Airport yesterday. What's happened since then?
8: Well, let's see. We, um, we went to a pub. <laughs> I went
0: to several, I heard.
8: Oh, yes, yeah, several. Uh, let's, we stayed at Ashford Castle last night, and we went to the Dunguare. Dunguare? Dunguare. Do it again. What?
0: Dunguare.
8: Dunguare. Dunguare. Well, <laughs> gee, I did so well with the Spanish too.
0: <laughs> You're doing very well. Doing
8: good, doing good. Castle last night, and that was lovely. And, uh,
0: and you went to mass here today, oh, and, of course. and now here we are.
8: Yeah, here we are.
0: Now, there are two cultures that they're not, carefully mm-hmm. divided.
8: Carefully divided. My nephew, uh, Dominic <coughs> McCormick, that was my maiden name was McCormick, and my grandmother was Lizzie McGrath, Dominic's, one of Dominic's children. Dominic and, and Bridget's children anyway uh, my nephew is here and he and most of, most of the kids are on the pub crawler bus uh, let's see uh, I think probably we've got one girl there Adonda is 13 and then it jumps up to 19 early 20s something like that
0: so one bus is called the pub crawlers bus
8: right and then the rest of us are in the what they call the bon vivant which is the fancy bus. Extremely
0: grand, isn't it? Oh, yes. Have you sampled Irish drink before, or do you take a drink?
8: Oh, yeah. Uh, (laughs) A little.
0: (laughs) What have you liked up to now?
8: That dark stuff. What's that dark stuff? That's great.
0: I believe they call it Murphy and Cork, but Guinness in Dublin.
8: All right. You know, my dad was a lemon rancher uh, in Ventura County, and he used to irrigate the lemons in rows and um, the um, the water would come down it would make foam on top and I used to play with it and the foam on that beer is the same color it was so
0: <laughs> you know when they when they when they irrigate the bogs around its Guinness comes up
8: oh is that what happens all right
0: <laughs> No, thank you very much indeed Bambi now where do we go taking my making my way across Ray Tilly may I, I get to Joe McGrath first hello Joe
11: Yes. Hello. you're
0: very welcome
11: I'm having a good time.
0: Which is important. Now, what would be your connection with Dominic McGrath?
11: Well, uh, Dominic McGrath was my grandfather. And uh, his son, Joe McGrath, was my father.
0: What did they say of Dominic? What sort of man was he? Well,
11: I didn't know Dominic. He, uh, he died before my time. But uh, I know he was a hard worker and uh, a great organizer...
0: He and his brother, I gather, went away from here. They, they left together, did they?
11: They left together, and, and I understand his brother went to South America, I believe. And he never heard from them again.
0: That means we might have South American McGraths here next year.
11: Probably. But
0: <laughs> now, when, um, when Dominic went west, what well, did he do? Well,
11: Dominic, uh, he got his citizen papers in uh, 1848, and he worked his way west... Uh, I my dad told me he, he chopped logs in Joliet, which is in near uh, Chicago, Illinois, and then he came out to uh, near uh, San Francisco and he lived in Dublin, which is a little town south of uh, Berkeley, uh, Cal- and uh, that's not
0: not the little town Dublin in Ireland.
11: Yes, that's right. <laughs> he raised sheep up there, and uh, then eventually, he, in about early 1870s, he uh, went south to uh, Ventura, California, and he bought property there, and then the sons, in uh, uh, 1906, they uh, formed a corporation, and at that time, they'd accumulated about 5,000 acres, and, uh, of course, their father retired, and they farmed up until uh, 1948, and then they decided to dissolve the corporation.
0: how did they do this
11: they uh, my father split it up four ways and then they drew cards and out of the four of them only one of them got to stay where he lived and the rest of them had to move
0: they just sat down and drew ordinary playing cards that's right
11: that's right i was there
0: and what was the interest like in the time in it in america was there much interest in it uh, Did all the local people know what was happening?
11: Oh, yes, yes. That made, made the paper. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Were
0: the McGraths gamblers then?
11: Yes, They're gamblers as far... You show me a farmer that isn't a gambler.
0: <laughs> yes, that's a good comment. I would say nothing at all about that. <laughs> are you enjoying yourself here today? I
11: certainly am. Uh, yes, I'm really enjoying myself.
0: You're looking forward to the rest of the week.
11: I'm. I certainly going to look forward to the rest of the week. I was here about five years ago, but I didn't have enough time to see the country. Well, you're going having, to take time this time. You're
0: having what they call a wing ding here. I can tell you.
11: Yeah. Well, no. Great.
0: Thank you very much. Thank indeed. you. Now, Mary Ann McAvetti, Is that right? Yes, it is. And what's, what's your McGrath Donlin connection?
12: Well, my McGrath Donlin connection is that my grandmother was Lizzie McCormick. And my mother, so I'm a McGrath McCormick Odell McAveen.
0: <laughs> You've got them all wrapped up. Yes. <laughs> Are there any particular characteristics in the McGrath Donlin women that you would single out? Are they strong willed women?
12: They're strong and gentle at the same time and
0: attractive
12: yes and they're modest they're loving people
0: this this visit here what does it mean to you
12: a lot it's it's my second time in ireland but this is such a powerful thing to think that this many members of a family care about each other enough to be together and to to do this
0: it is marvelous now we move on thank you very much Ray Tilly, you were um, more or less canonized by Uncle Charlie early on. There, eh? he praised you very much. What's your role in this exercise?
13: Well, actually, uh, Uncle Charlie made the suggestion about two years ago at my fiftieth birthday party, and uh, we sort of uh, started talking it over, and it became uh, a working fact. And this result here of about eighty-three of us produced the results of all our hard work, and so we just uh, looked forward to it, planned, and. Flew on over.
0: Do you feel, um, Ray, that you have much in common with the local McGraths and Dongans and Dowds?
13: Oh, my heavens, my mother was a Dowd and her mother was a McGrath and uh, her grandfather was Dominic McGrath. And I feel very Irish even though I have a French oriented name. What sort of
0: talk do the old people have of this country? What would they have told you as a youngster?
13: Well, I can't. I'm trying to remember what we, what we used to talk about. So many of them passed away in the meantime. But they, uh, all I can remember are stories told from other people. As an example, uh, I can recall my grandmother, Dowd, telling the story of when her husband came back for a visit to Ireland. And uh, he was uh, visiting his family and other parts of the family. And he wrote home very rapidly. He said, good heavens, Josie. They don't have a toilet here. Send me some money. <laughs> is it reported what happened? Pardon me? Is it reported what happened afterwards? No, the story changed.
0: Just went into history. Went and into history. Well, we have all those things. Yes,
13: in, in but, but you know, there is a story about Dominic McGrath. All the kids just, not his kids, but the grandchildren. My mother used to tell her the story when she'd go out with her mother to visit him. And he was always wandering around with a shillelagh. And all the kids would just... Hover and hide, and then the day he's upstairs dying, and they're all sitting down on the stairs of the house, waiting, waiting for him and his ghost and the lady to come down the stairs.
0: I saw a picture too of the McGrath family and Charlie Chaplin in the midst of them, an old old picture.
13: Well, uh, they filmed many of the old movies, Charlie Chaplin's, the Valentino films, on parts of the McGrath ranch which bordered the ocean, the Pacific. Uh, the, sh- the Valentina movies uh, where he was a sheik and the desert scenes were all filled in the sand dunes just, uh, just outside the ranch. Old Dominic would have made a good movie himself, wouldn't he? Oh, he'd be quite a character, I would imagine, from all the stories that have been told. Would you like to play the lead? Well, no. No. I wouldn't know how to handle the shillelagh. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, gentlemen
0: who can handle instruments are standing there waiting by here, shamrogue and they play a lovely piece for us, ladies and gentlemen, The Lonesome Boatman. Shamrock playing in great style there, the Lonesome Boatman, playing on there with great composure. There's a very interesting and intimate and charming and lively bedlam of noise going around me here as Americans and Irish all celebrate. And there's good reason for celebrate, because Katie Donlan-Smith, grandniece of Bridget Donlan, celebrates her 27th wedding anniversary, today the 16th of September. There you are. Indeed, congratulations. Married Tommy Smith, born in the same house as Bridget Donlan. Also, I do happen to know, and she doesn't want it known, that Mary McGrath has her birthday tomorrow. So happy birthday, Mary, as well. Now, we, we move on. Do I, I have a note here about the Murphys. Where are the Murphys?
5: That's, that's
0: a very unusual name, Murphy.
5: Yes, I married a Murphy. This uh, fellow just brought me back right into the Irish family from being a Tilly.
0: Now, where did, you, where did you come from in these last few days? Where did you leave to arrive here?
5: We, we left from the Philippines. Uh, I came through Hong Kong and Bombay, and arrived in London on the 12th of September.
0: That was the longest journey of any, I would
5: say. Oh, it was well worth it. I'd do it again.
0: <laughs> now, Hugh Murphy, what's your family background?
2: My family's Murphys were from Cork and Dublin. I knew you were a good-looking man, with the Cork connection especially. Do you know much about them? Not so much about the Cork family, because they left Cork and went up to Dublin and then migrated from Dublin. Uh, we still have some relatives there now with the name of O'Mara and Toot. And you may know Cork people
0: are traditionally very modest and silent. Yes, I presume you're from Cork. Then. Of course, <laughs> of course, of course. Joanne, what would today mean to you here?
5: Oh, it's going to mean a lot to me for the rest of my life. I, I regret that our children, Kathleen and Kevin, cannot be with us. Uh, they're back in the Philippines going to school. But my husband has sacrificed his home leave to bring me here to my reunion. And this is a very important thing for me.
0: Now, there's a very important man who was very helpful to us here last evening. It's another McGram. Dominic. Dominic, what's your connection with the first <laughs> Dominic? Well, um, a great, great grandson. If you can figure that one out. <laughs> it's, beyond, it's beyond me at the moment well at this stage I'm past figuring anything out <laughs> <laughs> but I enjoyed the party yeah No, I am very much who was helping you here last evening with us uh, well me, uh, Joe and Martin my two brothers and my um, sister here Mary big help very, very impressive here all together Mary she was yeah, she did all the hard what's your impression of all the American cousins oh I'm going back I'm going back I'm not staying have you found a woman for yourself at all among them? Uh, there's, such, there's such a choice here, I just can't make it a decision at the moment. We'll have a chat later on about that. In the meantime, you're resting. That's and fine. Thank you very much. Now, there's a gentleman I was talking to here last evening, Bill Brennan. Bill, you're very welcome on this live edition of Donnaker Sunday. Thank you very much. What's what's your impression of this party?
14: I think it's wonderful. I think it's a wonderful sign of the friendships that can extend across the seas. The friendships that were brought out and I now brought back again. Uh, I'm very proud to be here today and to, to witness this. Indeed, we're here as I
0: said in this marquee and outside, children are playing out in the green. It's a very nice afternoon. Green balloons are being kicked in all directions. This town, this village, this place, what does it mean
14: to you? It means an awful lot to me now. Uh, it always did, but when I came in here first, it was a different town to what it is now. Now it's all Lanesborough. One time it was two separate identities, uh, Valley League and Lanesborough. But for the stranger that was passing through, they could only see one town. But for the local, now the way the locals refer to it, on one side of the bridge they said, they come from across the bridge. And on the other side of the bridge, they said, they're from beyond the bridge. But that has gone, Lanesborough today, is uh, well that could i say cosmopolitan there's, there's europeans there's english there's everything living in it and but it never lost the friendliness that it had when i came in here of course and how friendly are the fish around here Fish are very very friendly which you'll notice by looking at the specimen fish book any year that there's more specimen fish caught around Lanesborough than in any other part of ireland have you caught your share? I have caught my share in 50 years. I've caught quite a quite an amount. The biggest one? Well, the biggest pike ever I caught was 25 and a half pounds. I saw them caught 33 pounds. The biggest bream ever I caught here was 10 and 3 quarts. 10 and ten pounds, 3 ounces. But uh, now they've been caught bigger. So that's the look of the draw. The look of the Irish,
0: as they say, or the look of the Americans. Now I know that I'm going to move down here, if I may, through the throng, making my way down to our musicians. And I know that Noel Klein is seated down there. He's going to play for us a lovely slow air, a slow air associated with the rebellion in Westphal in 98. It's the beautiful tune Bally Shannon Lane. The lovely traditional air there, Valley Shannon Lane, played on the box, really had the slow air played like that. I have two of the, the younger American people. How do you say your name?
12: My name is Maya Borchard.
0: And we have? Chat Morris. Maya, this is your first time in Ireland, is it? Yes, it what is. What notions did you have of this country before you came?
12: That it was supposed to be really nice and pretty, and the people were supposed to be really neat.
0: And has it lived up to your impressions?
12: So far, yes. <laughs> what do
0: you do in the States?
12: Um, I manage my father's office and I coach swimming.
0: And chap, how about you? Uh, what do you mean? What, what do you do in the States?
2: Well, I'm a, currently a student enrolled at the University of Southern California and I'm in charge of all the beer at the university. Um,
0: <laughs> do, you, do you seem well qualified to be in charge of all the beer?
2: I think so. My background speaks for itself. You'll get a
0: degree, I suppose, <laughs> yes. in beer. What are you studying in the university?
2: Uh, Entrepreneurship, business, and emphasis in
0: communications. (laughs) Well, old Dominic would have been pleased with entrepreneurship, I would have said. I think so. I think he was probably one of the best entrepreneurs I've ever heard of. You would say you're a large chip off the old block?
2: I guess so. I don't know how big a chip, but I'm a chip, I guess. And as
0: they say in America, have a good day. Have have a good day. And thank you very much. Now, there is a large man alongside me here, one of our most famous musicians in Ireland, internationally known of the Chieftains, Sean Kane. Sean, how do we find you down here?
14: Well, I don't know. My mother told me, at least, that uh, I was related insofar as that Dominic McGrath was my great great great-grand-uncle, in fact, and that uh, her uncle, she's a Handley, and her uncle was connected in some way, married into the McGraths. (laughs) <laughs> That's the handiest way of putting it. I'll take your word for that. In fact, you heard us in the car, did you, as you came along? I was in Mullingarn and I switched on the radio and the bowl Dunnaker was on. And I put the boot through the floor. Well, put the hand on the bow. What are you going to play for us? I'll chance uh, Dodes.
0: sean clean ladies and gentlemen and to anybody listening in a motor car we're having a great day here in and county Longford, on the banks of the shannon don't join us we're clouded but enjoy us in your motor car now joining us is the manager of lakeland regional tourism harry lynch harry how important is this type of event to ireland would you say well
15: do i think it's tremendous because it's the first time that i that i remember that this thing has happened in ireland and uh, And the light has happened in Lakeland, number one, and number two in uh, uh, Lanesborough. But I must say, Donogha, full marks to the Americans who thought this thing up. And full marks to our organisers here who did such a wonderful job. I'm particularly talking about Mary McGrath and our friends here. They did an enormous amount of work, really and truly. And it just shows, Donogha, what can be done by a local community coming together, organising a function, which means a lot to the locality. And I would say, Donoghue, that if we could develop this on a far greater basis, I think there's tremendous potential for Irish tourism.
0: It has to be, and you've said it yourself, Harry, unique that Americans come home and give us a party, which yeah, is
15: extraordinary. Yeah. Well, uh, the hospitality of Americans, I think, is is, is renowned, Danica. If we go there, they look after us with our barbecues and so on. And really what has happened here is an extension of the barbecue in their own back garden. We have have it here on the banks of the Shannon and Lanesborough, the green heart of Ireland for a change, and I think that everybody's enjoying themselves. I think it's tremendous, and I hope that the message will go to our friends in America that we can organise more of these, given the opportunity and the... Uh, cooperation at home no would problem you, would
0: you see a whole series of return flights of immigrants from now on perhaps coming
15: in family batches well i don't think we'll see a, a whole series but we certainly see series uh, probably at intervals along the line but really what is what has happened is we've established that it can be done with a little cooperation and goodwill on all sides with, uh, particularly at local level and it's a great opportunity to the local people to see what tourism is all about I think in many respects we haven't gone across the message of tourism to at local level we've done it here the local people see the amount of money that's, that's been spent in the locality here today and I think and I, I, I don't want to be mercenary about it but really in the fine analysis that's what tour, tourism is all about we hope it will continue Donika
0: Amen to that Now, Ray Flanagan from the Hotel Edgeworth you were worried looking this morning you're not worried anymore no I think things will run
15: smoothly at this stage
0: what have you been doing here
15: well we're responsible for erecting the tent um, and the supply of food and
0: beverage (laughs) and about how many people have we in here could you say at the moment I'd say around 220 well you've opened all the flaps at one side of the tent and there's plenty of exposure of fresh air that's right yes When our American cousins sit down to eat
15: with the Irish cousins, what can they
0: expect to find on the table?
15: Well, when they sit down initially, they will have um, a fresh seafood salad in front of them, followed by uh, a buffet, as we still serve themselves. There will be turkey, baked ham, chicken and numerous salads, followed by a large selection of desserts. How well did you sleep last night? Um, I haven't carried out
0: anything like this before, and naturally I was a bit apprehensive. And I think we should compliment your staff, who very nicely gave us tea and so on this morning. Yes. They're a mighty credit here, and thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Mary McGrath, here on my right, briefly. There was a lady, when I needed a cup of tea this morning, gave me tea in a silver tea service. Who was she?
1: She is Mrs. Harrison. Uh, we apologise to the Harrison family because the coaches arrived in Bella League and after travelling from Galway, Mother Nature called and we had nowhere to go and the Harrison families very nicely gave us their home. We said thanks a million. It was an urgent call and you stepped in. I have no doubt Father Nature called as well. That's right. A special Lou in the back garden for the gents. Very nice.
0: Now, who, who am I up to meet here next?
1: And next we have Ray Tilly. Whom my
0: met a while ago. Mary, you're behind the scenes. Yes, but you should be talking to Elizabeth Johansson. Elizabeth Johansson, how are you? Uh,
7: well, my real name is McGrath, Elizabeth McGrath. I'm fine, and, and I've been every minute.
0: Is this your first time in Ireland?
7: No, my second time.
0: I note onto your name there's the word cutie. Why do they call you cutie? You are a cutie, I'm oh, sure. Oh, that
7: old Ray. Ray doesn't know my real name. That's why he put that down. My, my older sister called me that when I was two days old.
0: And it has remained with you ever <laughs> since. It's
7: stuck. Isn't that sad?
0: <laughs> I think it's lovely. I don't see anything sad about it. I was wondering where had Charlie Smith gone. I think I see him down at the end. I'm about to make my way, bearing my cables, down to the man with whom I talk first on this Sunday edition of Donica Sunday. I'm coming down to get a quick word from Charlie Smith. Well, Charlie, has it turned out as you, th- as
4: you hoped it might? My, uh, uh, it has really, really been a terrific effort on the part of all these people over here and these wonderful cousins. And I, I want to ex- certainly again express uh, appreciation to Marie McGrath and Ann and Dowd, who have worked so closely to build this uh, uh, beautiful party up. It's been everything and more. And if, I tell you what, if people only knew what a wonderful time we're having there would be probably 200 250 more people over here so maybe we can do it again do you think that we ought to go out and do a, pro- a program from
0: Dublin California
4: i think i think that would be a very good idea i think that i think we should get together and work out a program where all of our irish cousins from here will come over to Dublin California that's where you started out you know in the united states you all came to Dublin, California. Charlie, what do you think would old Dominic say while he
0: here on the banks of the Shannon today? What do I think of what? Old Dominic, what would he say if he were here?
4: Oh golly, I think he'd. Uh, I think. Uh, I think he would flip. <laughs> well, i I must be very
0: close to him. I've been doing that for almost the last hour. <laughs> Mary no, McGrath, I suppose. No, Mary McGrath, no. I suppose. Really, a lot of the credit goes to you. What has this meant to you this afternoon?
1: Oh, I, know, I can't say what it has meant to us. I'll tell you something. The people overseas are absolutely fantastic. We say a hundred thousand thanks. They are fantastic. Everybody have a great day.
0: Well, tell me, Mrs. McGrath Sr., are you happy now?
3: I'm very happy now, D'Arco. No, you couldn't be here, but I'd be happy. happy. It's really marvellous. You have to be here to see it, to really appreciate And it. I
0: suppose you'll go home now and put the infant of Prague back into the house again. I
3: will, yeah, until the next big event comes up. Whatever that will be done, do He know. has done you proud. He has, very
0: good. Ushla that is almost it from Danakaini Sunday for this Sunday. This marvellously miraculous Sunday here on the banks of the Shannon with the McGrath and the Donlans and the Doubt families. Next Sunday, we come to you from the piercing in Limerick. It's our tribute to the Limerick commercials who won the first All-Ireland Championship in football. So from the local cultists group and the initial dancers, from Donnaker to you, wherever you are, sláon agariv